check it out, hey, 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 check it out, 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 uh, my name is John Machado, and this is Gunpowder Pacho, also known as Guy Fox Podcast, and this is Bentley Meadow slash Bentley Craig. Hey, buddy. Hi. Well, how'd it do there? Oh, we're doing good down here. How y'all doing up there? Yeah. We're doing all right. You been on any bike rides lately? <laughs> no. Uh, well, uh, consider yourself lucky. Or unlucky, I don't know. Uh, there was somebody who took a bike ride lately recently and uh it didn't go so well for him <laughs> well, it, it it happens here in florida what what he was down there in florida when it happened no <laughs> i'm just saying that people here get run over all the time well, no dude you didn't hear biden fucking fell off his bike oh you know i did but the your <laughs> uh reference just went right on bobby the, the you know as, as much as i can't stand that man <laughs> I just really have a hard time picking on people who are ate up with it you know yeah however then I realized that he's a pedophile and uh, or in my <laughs> opinion I believe he's a pedophile and uh, and then it all goes away it's like if it wasn't for that if it wasn't for the sniffing of the children and the diary by his daughter and all the other accusations. Um, then, if it you know, if it wasn't for that aspect, I'd feel bad for him for being just a, a senile, old, previously terrible Democrat opportunist. Um, and I might have a little sympathy, but I don't. <laughs> I have no well, you know, and I'm I'm with you 100. Yeah. percent You know, just because I, that's just my go-to. You know, I try to have yeah. some respect for the old people. Well, I've for seen sure. it. You know. But I'm like, oh, you know, and then I, I really like to take my angst out on the uh, the people who support him. Sure. <laughs> like his wife, you know, there's a lot of people that ought to be in jail for elder abuse. I'm like, man, y'all just keeping him around collecting his checks. He even signing those yeah, things. Or wait, is he, what is he, the big, no, the big guy. He's the big guy. Even though that title does not go with him. Man. Well, he is in La La Land. I don't pretend for a minute that that dude knows what's going on. Well, even when he wasn't, I couldn't, I wouldn't be able to fit the title big guy, which I would think of if I was thinking of like, you know, mobsters and shit. Um, I wouldn't think of him as quote unquote the big guy. And, and that is why he's dangerous, because he don't like it when people don't like to think of him as a threat. Yeah, that's a good point, and that was kind of uh, advantageous for the Irish for a long time. Nobody thought they were a threat, and they were one of the first, if not the first, to beat uh, England when they were a world superpower. So Maybe the second? Are they the first or the second? I think they're the second to the, Scot- to the Scottish. Any hizzle. Uh, I think I broke my fucking knuckle. Um, Ow. Yeah, I've been uh, I've been training for a while on the punch on the eighty pound canvas, and I was wearing two boxing wraps, 
I don't do gloves just because I don't like gloves. Um, and that's not realistic to me. So um, I've been doing this for almost a month now. And I've been, I went down to one boxing wrap and I wanted to get down to where it was just bare knuckle and nothing around my wrist. And, uh, who, buddy, how's that at tonight? Man, I just fucking, I cracked it one good time and I was like, ooh, what was that? Um, and more so, I've just been doing it. I wear the wraps just for, to cover my skin. So, because, uh, canvas will eat you up and it's to callus over your knuckles and then also you know to to support my wrist a little bit because you hit that fucker the wrong way man that sand don't give and um when it's packed down real bad and it'll fuck up your wrist so uh yeah man i think i i think i snapped a, a knuckle it's all big and getting bruised now Woo, buddy well so that, uh, that'll learn you how to hit yeah like well, when you're punching things you shouldn't be breaking knuckles yeah that's true I, I, I grew up on fast bags and heavy bags. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. baby! I can rock and roll on a fast bag. Yeah, I got pretty good at it. Um, I don't have one. I wish I would have. Got, I might get one at some point. Um, well, the heavy bag's more realistic. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's gonna stand oh, yeah. there and let you fast bag them. Sure. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that does help you with your hands. I mean, it's oh yeah, hand-eye coordination, speed. Um, I don't like when it, I, I whenever you'd see like those guys that you know get all fancy with it and hit it on the way back and make it, you know, make it make beats and shit. And it's like stop it. That's not gonna be used in a fight, dude. Like, right. That's, that's that looks cool, good for you, but that's not. That's ridiculous. Quit it. And and um, I like to throw in the the occasional front kick. You know, just a chamber and fire. Uh, when I'm doing a heavy bag. The, you know, oh, I know yeah. you can't do that in boxing, but... No. Yeah, I don't really train it so much for boxing as it would be, like, you know, just uh, strengthen up your your uh, your punches and, and uh, get your, your wrists um, used to hitting something, because a lot of people don't understand, man, when you go to hit somebody, it's gonna, it's, your wrists are, are vulnerable, too, especially if you throw it like most people do, and you bend that wrist a little bit, Ooh. And, and most people throw haymakers. Um, man, you're, right. you're you're getting ready to fuck your shit up, but um, yeah, no, I just it, it, so I've got so much duct tape on this damn thing. I've had this bag for twenty years, and uh, I've got so much duct tape that what it does is after after so long, like I have to turn it so that I get the you know the packed side, which is nice and smooth and round. Excuse me, but um, because after hitting one side for so long, it'll start to form it. You know, and that's what I think that's what did it is my knuckle caught on one of those as right. I was, you know, I think I was doing a, it was either a body shot, which is going to kind of come in like a hook or it was a hook, one of the two, but I just felt it and I was like, Ooh, hello, you know? Yeah. And so, um, I didn't even notice it until later. And then, um, I looked down and it was like, Hey, there's a mini golf ball on my knuckle. So I'm, uh, self-medicating. Uh, the cowboy way, the redneck hillbilly way. Tequila? Whiskey, <laughs> marijuana, and beer. And nicotine. And when you get that going, I used to uh, practice like hitting on trees, but not throwing like haymakers or anything like that. You know, not. Sure. Some, you got to do straight. Just code, trying yeah. to throw the perfect punch, you know, the straight, straight up in front. 
that may sound weird to people, but I'll tell you right now, dude, people in Thailand, people in uh, a lot of parts over in like the Orient, the Oriental part of Asia, um, they do that. You've got Yuri Pachka, he's a Polish, Polish fellow, I think, or Czechoslovakian. He's the new light heavyweight champ of uh, UFC. He uh, incorporates that into his daily routine. Hits a hits a tree, punches a tree five hundred times. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah I would never, you know, I wouldn't suggest unloading on a tree, you know. No. <laughs> no I mean, go ahead if you want, but you're going to learn real quick that you don't want to. You know, but that helps kind of like that little impact a little bit in your bones of your wrist. Yeah. And then plus, you know, you concentrate on throwing that perfect punch to where that's kind of becomes second nature. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, I like that, a, that real fast one. I like to be able to bring a punch up from, like, my thigh. <laughs> I like to start off at, like, Muhammad my thigh and punch somebody in the face. Yeah. The uh, Muhammad Ali anchor punch, you remember? <laughs> I can't remember what's, what his name was. It was. I think it was the one that called him Cassius Clay and pissed him off, which I feel like is something I would have done. Um, but he uh, he threw it. They said he threw it so fast that most people didn't know that, that he uh, – it was a famous picture of him. Where he's got his hands down, the guy, the guy's down on the canvas, and he's like screaming at him, right? Um, but he talked about it later, later, and he called it the anchor punch because he held it down, and then he, it wasn't, it just wasn't a normal way to throw a punch. I've tried doing it, and it's awkward. It's very it, awkward. That it takes because nobody's looking for it. But that right. to me, I always wanted to end something as quick as possible, and. That right there, just they don't even know it's coming. You know, like when I realize yeah. I'm in trouble, I'll throw that punch. You know, they don't yeah, see my can. shoulders move. They don't see anything. My feet, you know, I don't, I'm not placing. I'm already set for it anyway. <laughs> it's effective. <laughs> but it's I'm not effective. like Muhammad Ali. I've never knocked anybody on their ass, hitting them in the face. Um, That's where my, my uh, body bag. You know, like being able to throw a punch right at someone's sternum. <laughs> yeah. I find Ooh. that the most effective. I wonder what this is. I got a, um, sorry to go off topic. I got gifted two marijuana joints recently. What? Yeah. Yeah, dude. It was nice. I guess you could kind of say it was a Father's Day gift, sort of. I was going to call it the marijuana fairies. Sure. Yeah, we can call them whatever we, we want. We got the poop fairies advertising on the French radio network. The poop fairies? The poop fairies. Apparently, uh, they come to your house and make your poop go away out in your yard if you got dogs. And Oh, okay. So it's, it is a real thing. It's a real, It's out in Fresno, California. The poop fairies. <laughs> it reminds me of that, that movie uh, with Jack Black and uh, Ben Stiller. Right. Where they, uh, where they, um, sorry, I'm looking for my, uh, whiskey drink glass, whiskey, whiskey sipping glass. Um, yeah, the one where they come up with the, uh, stuff to make you spray poo and it goes away, it disappears. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. There you go. I don't know if they have that can or if they use my method, like two Walmart bags. <laughs> Yeah. Ow. Um. 
Ooh, I'm ready to rock, son. But I will have to say this. I only have an hour. I, I only have an hour. So, um... Well, let, let's uh, get on it. On to it. Yeah, we'll do it again. Biden and, and falling on a bike. Yeah, Obama... Or, uh, Obama. Um, Biden on a bike. Fell over. I guess there's a... I, ne- I didn't haven't seen it yet, but I guess there's a picture of his wife that speaks a thousand wor- words, but I haven't seen it yet. So, um... What's her name? Jill? Yeah, Dr. it's a doctor, Doctor Jill Biden. <laughs> we both got it. Jill Biden. I've always uh, I see that as like he's Biden his time. I like to throw yeah. names at people, like you know, it's not a good name for a politician. And my Mister Biden, just Biden his time to screw you, bro, dude. Yeah, well, you know what? I mean, if you could. Um, put that on him having to wait so long before he finally got in before he finally became stole the presidency right oh yeah I've I've got to grow up with him you know I remember way back when you know other attempts younger trying to be president and them calling him out on his um, plagiarism yeah well he lies about everything everything Said he graduated top of his class. He didn't. Um, he, I think he said he had the best grades, and he was like at the bottom. Uh, he recently, uh, well, I guess within the past year or so, he said that he had gotten arrested out protesting. That never happened. Um, all sorts of shit. Oh no, that dude's a bully. course i don't know him but that's the way i see him i've seen him talk to reporters over the years and he's just a bully i was gonna agree with you but i was right in the middle and i and i do agree with you but i was right in the middle of a sick who buddy was that a good one um yeah well it was big i was a little bit bigger than i intended <laughs> but it happened. uh i can't find this picture where i guess joe biden is like looking at joe with like this look of like you son of a bitch I have to deal with you. That's what I thought I heard, so I don't know. I haven't seen it. That's what you heard it from her look on her face? <laughs> yeah, it was just like, oh, this fucking fool. Um, well, you know, I saw it from um, one angle, and not the best angle, because I didn't really see him fall and hit the ground, but I heard that there was, like, multiple angles. Yeah. And uh, But I heard somebody talking about that he had, like, these uh, little you slip your feet into him on the mountain bike yeah and that's what he caught it on or something and this lady was like you don't do that and i'm thinking yeah you do i used to do that actually i didn't do like the clip on i'd do that one yeah you really gotta you know you don't want to be doing that the way he was riding a bike you wouldn't do that while the way he was like if i was just pedaling around the park i would not be locking my feet in yeah, 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 no, that's, it's it's a bit much to overkill. Yeah, because I would always recommend people that don't use it to not use them. Right. You know, unless you were doing like, you know, I was doing like heavy duty single trek kind of thing at that time. That was... Well, yeah, he did have those. I'm looking at a picture right now. Um, And he's got a helmet. What a dork. I'm sorry, <laughs> yeah. dude. I don't, I, I... Yeah. I never, I never wore a bike or a helmet riding bikes. Uh, yeah, I don't want to tell people not to, but I never did. Yeah, 
I'll, I'll say this. You're a dork if you do. <laughs> I'll call you a nerd. I promise well, you that, I will. I actually practice wrecking my bike. Oh, to get, like... To throw... I practice throwing it out from underneath me, coming off of it. Yeah. Because, you know... I did that. <laughs> well, I, I did, like, heavy-duty, you know, blow your mind down the side of a mountain. Mountain biking at one point in my life. Yeah. I, I stopped doing that after 30. Um. Yeah, I can see that. Shit gets a little bit realer, man. It's almost like gravity. Gravity gets more gravitous. Uh, yeah. Well, the older you get. Yeah. When I was out in Utah, they're like, "Hey, man, can you do that?" And I was like, "I have done that." And they're like, "Really? Yeah. You can you do it now?" And I'm like, mm-hmm. "I would look like the stormtrooper riding a mountain bike if I was to do that now." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a quick answer, no. <laughs> like I said, no, now. and I'm not putting all that on, to, you know, yeah. while I'm hiking now. Um, I guess this is kind of a segue into something else. Uh, the White House used Matthew McConaughey as a prop, as a spokesman of sorts, um, to call for... Uh, more gun control laws. Yeah, something. Um, something. He didn't say what. Yeah. I heard some of it, and I was like, dude. I heard it. It's it's disappointing. All right, all right, all right. That's all I hear, dude. Shut up. Yeah, because Matthew McConaughey, I'll, number one, he is a phenomenal actor. I will give him that. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. think he's taken away. Um, he starred in some of the best best shit. I mean, arguably the best show I've ever seen. Uh, which is uh, True Detective, the first season. Um, and really should be the only season. That was incredible. He is so good. He's been in some really good other other shows. Um, but yeah, he, uh, he got up there and um, was at, I don't know if it was the press, uh, meet, not meet the press, but the press whatever, and... Uh, and went in on how we we have to come up with all these gun laws and gun control and you know simple stuff and he having an actor do it it'll especially the way that actors can do it especially good ones uh, will make it sound good it'll make it sound like yeah this is this is something to go along with don't be fooled yeah because Cause if he cared he'd have said what we need to do is get back into church get back into family get mom and dad back at the house. And let's just start right there. That was so perfectly said. <laughs> that, uh, dude, that was so perfectly said. I wasn't going that way, even though I should have been. Um, that was really well said, man. Like so, we, you know, that'll all work out. These kids won't be running around wanting to shoot anybody if we give them a mom and dad like they're supposed to have, you freaks. Yeah. yeah. Stop it with your craziness. You know, Buzz Lightyear. Really? <laughs> oh, dude, I, that heard, I heard that's not doing so well. I heard that's doing pretty bad. And uh, I didn't even know the ins and outs of it. I just assumed it was Hollywood production. And I heard about the kiss, the same, the two girls kissing in it. Um, oh, I had a bit of the, two girls? <laughs> yeah, from what I understand. Well, no, I, I would have expected no, them to. It shouldn't be a kid's thing. No. No. Um, and that's my hypocrisy 
and, and unless that, that was the princess did. and the rescuer. Yeah, if it's a it, and well, I'll say this: if, too, you, if that girl just rescued a princess, she can give her a kiss. I see. I, I wouldn't even. I wouldn't be able to go with that. I'll say that. I'll I'll show my true hypocrisy. Um, <laughs> okay. Even just a boy and a girl sharing a smooch. Now it can't be graphic. Um, it can't be over the top. You know, like what near near like pornographic for kids. We're talking. You know. Yeah, um, maybe a kiss on the cheek. That's what you get. Kiss on the cheek. You know how like like you just said like if if a prince rescues a princess and he and she gives them a smooch and then the next scene is like them being king and queen and having kids, that's what you should be promoting to kids. No gay anything, nothing. Sorry, gays, that's where I, I draw the line. No, promoting your your gayness to kids, no, absolutely not. <laughs> right, I'm 100 against it. Uh, I don't give a shit if you don't like it. Um, that's me. And that's what you're going to have to deal with. There's a whole bunch of other people. And for the people that feel the same way, stop being scared of saying it. I am pro-hetero. I am. I want to restore the patriarchy. Uh, that's what I'm about. And that's what I know a lot of other people are too, but they're really worried about offending people. Fuck those people. Stop being scared of them. You, what? You want them to run the country? You want them to run your life? I don't think so. Yeah, it's only going to get worse. It's only going to get worse if we don't stand up and start to restore the things that need to be restored, like you just said. You know, get back to church, get mom and dad back in the house together. Yeah, and then, you know, the people are like, well, you know, you, oh, God, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, man, I don't care if you believe in it or not. Look at the numbers. Yeah, and look, look at them. Look, look at these at that. miserable bunch of shitheads, you know? They're, they're <laughs> look at the numbers. So They just don't like. uh, I've been listening to some liberal stuff, and man, they really do not like white men and people like you or me that would. They would definitely feel threatened. Like our our words would touch them, physically. Good. I hope they feel threatened, shitheads. Um, Oh, but they won't come out around us. You were talking about having um, listened to a certain podcast that had the protocols in it, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, what was the name of it? Something about the bastards. The bastards. Yeah. I'd look at, I'd look it up right now, but it'd screw up the podcast, so I can't. No, I'm looking up uh, in my... Let's see here. History... There we go. Behind the Bastards. Now, their whole take on it was that it's all crap. There isn't anything real about the protocols. That's completely... It's... um, What do they call it? It's plagiarized from a French writing about an argument yep. or a discussion between, um, was it Machiavelli or not Machiavelli? Yeah, um, uh, yeah it was, I think it was Machiavelli. Uh, it was the uh, uh, the dude that wrote the seven, uh, you know, the comedy of the divine comedy. Uh, uh, I've got the book. That guy and someone yeah. else discussing uh, politics. Divine Comedy, uh, Dante, 
All right, maybe it was maybe it was Machiavelli. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Protocols. Protocol. It was Protocol. uh Yeah, Machiavelli and some other guy and they're having a discussion in hell. So they go through all that. And I'm I'm with them. I don't care about the history of the protocols. My only thing is, is I look at that and say, Oh, that seems to be what's going on now and during their thing about making it you know defunct or debunked is uh that is what it was meant to do back then you know they're like oh look at what we're seeing now yeah but, <clears throat> yeah they call it a fraudulent well now this is this is britannica which i have to assume was the encyclopedia Encyclopedia where Encyclopedia Britannica came from. I don't Britannica. recall seeing that way back when when you first brought it up. Like, and I'd heard about it before that, but I had never seen any debunking of it at the time. Yeah, I mean, it's it, you look I at it now to, and it's all debunking. Yeah, everything I, I bring up, if I type in the protocols of Zion, we'll call it a fraud. Which, um, yeah, I may you don't know. I, I just reading through it. Not that I don't know. It's no, it, I do know. It's horseshit. Well, yeah, I'm there like, is, I don't really believe in a giant Jew conspiracy per se. <laughs> no doubt, there's yeah, some yeah. Jews that are on board with it. Just yeah. you know, like Catholics and Baptists and Methodists. You know, people pretend to be other things. Yeah, it's a Jewish conspiracy in the sense that Jews are a part of it. There are some Jews that are part of it and some very, very powerful Jews that are in it. But Jewish conspiracy in the sense of all Jews, no. Right. Well, you know, and I know that's what it was doing in the original take of it. But my take of it, like I said, I'm like, I'm taking it as like, I just found this somewhere with no history at all, and I look at it, and I'm like, well, man, this looks like a playbook to me. It'd be like if I was playing football and got the other team's playbook. I'm like, yeah. wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, I feel like when I read that, I did get, you know, the other team's playbook. Well, and the fact that somebody like um, Bill Cooper felt so strongly about it and knew what he knew that he felt the need to include it in his book um it's not the only reasoning i mean you have many uh, many a conspiracy researcher who uh point to it as um a real document found um not just that but you have everything i mean it's 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 prediction or, or prescription of yeah. what's going on today and how can you deny especially with the sexual confusion and uh and the the banking aspect of it uh the the you know the cashless society that it's trying to invoke which goes all the way back to biblical prophecy uh that is all now uh coming true they're truly pushing for um this and then not only that you have um a bunch of different methods you have a a microchip that came out not too long ago that can be recharged in the changing of the body temperature and um i guess your right hand changes temperature far more often than your left hand usually does and also your forehead 
So that would go even back further to the, not even back further, but it would go back to the revelations, the revelation prophecy of the mark of the beast being on your, in your right hand or in your forehead or on your right hand, on your forehead. So, right. It's, uh, that's, man, I mean, how many, how many coincidences until it's, it's conspiracy, you know? Yeah. I remember when I was in elementary school second third grade maybe because it's not real clear but i remember seeing an old woman in there with her prison numbers on her arm and i was completely and utterly assaulted that they had done that to that woman even as a young kid i was just like wow somebody like held you down and did that and not just you you know i was just like whoa yeah that blew my mind that a, one group of people did that to another group of people. And yeah, Jews I mean, to me at at that time of my life were definitely weren't bad guys. You know, Jesus yeah. was a Jew. You know what I'm saying? I'm like they're just yeah. killing Jesus's people. What the heck? That was something uh, I said to. Uh, I said my 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 little spiel, <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> to uh, Kent the other day, and uh, I said uh, all Christians are Catholic, all crack, all Catholics are um, Jews, and then I said because Jesus is the perfect Jew, and you know, and and he got it, he understood what I was saying pretty quick. I was like, does that make sense? He goes, yeah. I go, okay, <laughs> like all right, we're on the. We're on some kind of the same page because <laughs> he was uh like i said he was trying to convert me to <coughs> protestantism did you uh, <coughs> feel like you were talking to a guy riding around in a limousine <laughs> yeah i don't i mean i just felt like uh i i even told him i said listen i know i was caught off guard because i really didn't think i'd be able to talk to this man you know uh and uh and it was just so bloody easy and uh I just kind of felt starstruck, you know, because this is somebody that I look up to in a in a in a in a way, much like you know Bill Cooper, or, um, Alex Jones, or Aaron Russo, you know, somebody to that effect, Mark Dice, these people that, you know, they 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 really put their neck out out, out there for you know for us to uh, try and, and uh, speak the truth, um, and they've done it pretty pretty damn successfully. And uh, something to admire, I think, in in men, um, in real men, you know. And it was cool. And then it was like, okay, now now he wants to <laughs> now he wants to make me a a Protestant. What do I do here? And he was already like, listen, I, I you know I'm really tired. I want to go to bed. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> but you're trying to convert me? What's happening right now, man? Uh, but I mean, I, I took it all in fun. I, I expected it and I enjoyed it, to be honest. You know, it's like, all right, that's cool. No, I think you you had a little privilege. Yeah, I'd say that for sure. You know, it's uh, I, I would say that like him and and uh, Doctor Doctor Kent Hovind, Doctor William Lane Craig, are two of my heroes as well. You know, they're uh, they're good dude. Did you ever hear about uh, that Zach Zachariah Zachia Zacha something? He was uh, he was a Christian preacher. He did a lot of debates. He was Indian. And uh No. He died 
And after he died, there was some women that came out and had accused him of some pretty bad shit. I don't think it was rape, but it was like maybe extramarital affairs or whatever it may have been. Um, and that sucked. You know, I don't I don't know if it's true or not. Um, I don't want to believe it, you know, because I thought he was a pretty good dude. Uh, but even then, you know, it's like, all right, well, it sucks. What do you do? <clears throat> you know? I don't know. That it, it just kind of came to mind, but um, any hizzle, uh, yeah, these protocols. It's like al- almost everything that comes up. Of course, I did type in copyright, so maybe it is going to pull up everything that's copywritten of it. Uh, go ahead with uh, what you were listening with those guys. Well, um, okay, they also would like anybody would ever believe this, and I think. I don't know if they're talking to people today as much as the people back then seeing it in, you know, 1914. Right. 1905. Because it came up a couple different times. And, you know, and I would say some people died because of that book. Maybe. (laughs) Probably. Yeah. And, uh,. But they, they likened anybody would believe it to being, you know, some hillbilly. And I was like, oh, okay. Hello, I'm a hillbilly. And I was like, yeah. Oh, so you're not wrong. But they likened <laughs> me to as stupid, though. Right? Is how it was that being referred to. Too. I was like, okay. All right. I see how you are. You're kind of hypocritical, too. You know, you're. Um, yeah. You know, they're, they are bigots themselves and the worst kind of bigot they can't even realize that they are a bigot I'm like okay yeah that's what makes you a bigot is that you really don't know that you are yeah there's that long standing um, otherwise you'd just be a racist (laughs) the southern accent as as um, representative of somebody who's dumb and it, it has fucking pissed me off for forever because uh, some of the dumbest people I've ever ran into have been up in the north, you know. It's like, and, and on average, southerners tend to be really, I mean, real genius is taking something complex and breaking it down to uh, where laymen can understand something, you know. And that's what I always experienced in the south. Not everyone, obviously, but yeah. that was that was southern thinking to me. I mean, it was like what you said at the beginning about you know getting people back in the church and, and you know bringing back in the mom and the dad just the way you had said it is an example of that it's so simple but it's so meaningful it's so it's genius you know and uh that's what you you find in the south and these dickheads go around and pretend as if the southerners are the dumbest you know it's like it's it's an ongoing <clears throat> i think an ongoing um I don't know what what to call it, an ongoing thing of like the South having had, you know, slavery and believing in racism and stuff like that, uh, the stain that has lasted. And that's why they feel okay to, to abuse people from the South in such a way. I think that's what, what that is. Oh yeah. But I don't care what kind of accent is around in different situations I've been in in my lifetime. I've always been the one to figure it out. There you go. Exhibit A. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I right, I got this. Sometimes they all just stand around and look stupid for a moment. And I'm like, oh, all right. I got this. 
Yeah. I believe it. I mean, that's why I have you on the show. It's because you'd smarten up the joint. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, you know, I feel like I'm kind of stupid sometimes, and I expect other people to be smarter or smarter than me, right? I expect I that. <laughs> I do that. I, I mean, I've gotten into, I've got myself into so many different situations, you know, work-wise, whatever it may be, where I don't know anything to do with it, and I'll usually admit it because I don't want to be the dumbass over here that's trying to do something that they don't know what they're doing and look even dumber. Yeah, you yeah. Know? I'm like, oh, I don't know, and I don't like to say yeah. those words. It's like, show me, <laughs> show me. Cause I don't know what I'm doing. I mean, I, I'm like, uh, you know, hell, I can put my pants on. I can do that. Yeah. I can do that. I can tie my shoes. Learned how to do that a while ago, but I'm pretty good at it now. Um, how? What? I don't know what the parts. I look at an engine and I'm like looking at Chinese. You know. However, I'll eat the hell out of some Chinese. You know what I mean? Not the people, <laughs> but the food. Although, maybe I'd maybe I'd have to eat a Chinese person. Who knows? I don't know if I could do that. Could you do that? Could you eat another human if no, you had to? No. No, because I'm that southern accent it was like okay i got this when some like when one of the other accents says all right we're gonna have to eat this guy and be like all right i got this do not eat him i got this (laughs) 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 i'm like man you all just are you that lazy (laughs) i just heard the other day that dandelions are are really good food i don't know if they're good food for humans as much as animals but I heard that they have they're like high in everything. Yeah, like, you can like eat a dandelion, like, a nice yellow one. You can eat it. Yeah, you can just boom eat it. It is okay. It tastes like poison, though, right? I mean, if I can remember, oh yeah, from it's being not like it don't taste like butter. Yeah, same with grass. Listen, okay, I, I believe I it helped with a headache. There's something you can eat with it, some kind of ailment right away that a dandelion can do. Yeah. As a child, I tried a lot of things. I ate tree bark. I ate dirt. I ate sand. I ate... uh, Sometimes it wasn't on purpose. If you're at the beach uh, by the ocean, sometimes you eat sand, whether you like it or not. Um, I've eaten grass. I've eaten, I think, dandelions. I know... I. I don't know if all kids have experienced this, but to have a dickhead friend, which are usually the best friends, uh, hold a what's, what's the powder puff um, flop weed that you get from the ground? You know what I mean, where you blow it and all the little things come off. Yeah, I think that's a uh, dandelion. Is, what is that a dandelion? All right. Well, whatever the hell that thing. Stuck it in my damn mouth while I was breathing in. Had that happen quite a few times. Um, I want to say my parents did that to me too. Uh, I grew up rough and tumble. Um, I've eaten leaves. Uh, you know all sorts of shit. Rhubarb. You ever mm. eat rhubarb? Oh yeah. I was uh, oh, just maybe. talking about a buddy of mine out in Spokane. He's got some growing. Yeah. I used to Sometimes like it's real it flower. It. Other times it's real sweet. Nice rhubarb pie. Mmm. It's yeah, either sweet or sour, or both. True, yeah, it's good shit. But uh, I grew up tough, I think, because of that. You know, eating shit, <laughs> eating all sorts of things. 
that you're probably not supposed to eat. And most of it tasted like poison, if I'm being honest. Right. Uh, Rose petals will help you with a headache. I don't think I ever ate shit. If I can, if I'm, if I can remember as best I can, I don't think I ever ate shit. No, but I did talk my brother into it. (laughs) And I laughed at him. Yeah. He's like, well, you said it was a tootsie roll or something, and I was like, yeah, but you saw me pick it up. (laughs) You know. Um, I picked up. I remember being a kid and picking up a loaf of shit and squeezing it and going, "Gah!" And then had to go and wash my hands. Um, (laughs) I never ate it. (laughs) I always had a real strong gag reflex, though. So I think that probably saved me from doing some of that shit. Yeah. Um, I had a yeah. yeah, I had a healthy gag reflex. I had, I had yeah. one friend of mine, all you had to do was act like you were going to puke and he would puke. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best, man. Um there's a girl that got kind of famous, I want to say. There's like YouTube shorts of her and uh she like comes home. She's hot too. Holy shit, she's smoking. And her husband as soon as she gets home, he starts doing like he comes out with a phone recording her and he starts gagging. Like fake gagging, and it makes her start to gag. Oh, that shit's funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, that's uh, like it was funny a couple times. Right. Well, we didn't put him, but he was on cue. Though I mean, he was ready to go. All you had to do. Yeah, I feel like I had friends that we could talk them into damn near anything. There's a lot of shit you could talk me into too by just challenging my manhood. Uh, I remember I ate. I ate. My aunt used to make like the hottest salsa on the face of the planet like she'd give the Chinese a run for their money and uh, my dad and my uncle my uncle could all he knew the buttons to press to get me to do whatever and um, that's why I had a, a pretty strong dislike for him for a long time and uh, they, they talked me into eating, uh, grabbing a great big old spoonful of it man I was like almost sick because I, I did that and funny story, my dad, I can't remember what happened. I think my uncle threw a ball and it almost hit me in my head. My dad had to throw his cowboy boot in front of it and stopped it. And then my dad was like, yeah, um, this is like during a softball game. I think I was like three or four. And he said, son, go take that bat baseball bat and hit your uncle in the nuts with it. Well, I did it. And, uh, and it was right in the middle of play. Like, I brought the bat out to my uncle, and he must have thought I was like, you know, everybody thought it was cute until I picked that fucker up and hit him right in the nuts with it and dropped his ass. <laughs> and he was over there coughing, and I think he damn near threw up. My dad liked to tell that story long, for a long time. <clears throat> but, uh, so I guess I kind of, maybe that's why he was so mean to me. <clears throat> no, he's probably, he probably took him years <clears throat> to recover from that. Yeah, probably busted a nut for him on it. Not that way. Probably broke one of his testicles is what I meant. I watched two uh, guys boxing the other day, and uh, both of them hit the other one in the nuts. And both <laughs> of them took like, like 30 seconds to recover. I mean, they both went right down to their knees, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're like, oh. I remember a guy in the yeah. crowd going, dick punch, dick punch. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Uh, that movie, the uh, Idiocracy, where the the main TV show is, uh, I think, kicked in the balls or something like that. I can believe it, man. I'd watch it. 
I love watching people get hit in the nuts, dude. It is so fucking funny. Um, unless it happens to you. And it oh women will never understand. It is so it is so it is so fucking painful. And it travel like especially the ones that like travel up into your into your like Oh yeah. Your, if you get a good one, you're gonna puke. Yeah. You feel like you're gonna throw up. Oh, it's so bad. Yeah, it is um, uh it's something special. <laughs> Luckily, I had a, I had a uh, younger sister, so I had worked out all the uh, moves to protect myself in like a moment's notice because that was her go-to. <laughs> I'll tell you as a father, man, it, it is something they don't tell you, but I'll tell everybody now. For new incoming fathers, kids, uh, kids find a way of... of uh, finding your crotch with their heels their knees um they just they don't realize nothing and you you feel safe around a child because you think they won't hurt you shit man when they're coming up to jump on you on the on the couch or on the recliner or whatever first thing it is is usually that knee right to the testicles dude holy shit yep there you, and then go. you go back to pulling your kid halfway across the the, the room but shit <laughs> yeah, and then you you Slam them like a sack of potatoes into four. <laughs> and then the wife gets mad at you. The baby's crying. You're at tears almost because damn bad. At that point, uh, you, you need to puke just to recover. <laughs> cool. Catch a little sympathy. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm not sticking around for that one. I'm leaving. That's an argument for me. <laughs> I'm like okay I had for the longest time I feel like it was like 5 maybe 10 years I, maybe it was like right after puberty or whatever I didn't realize um, how lengthy my arms were and uh, it, it's it's a weird thing but I just like I'd let my hands go sometimes and I'd hit myself in the nuts I'd just graze one and sometimes grazing a nut is almost the worst thing in the world you know where it's like it's just a little graze will send you into a good five to ten minutes of agony on accident. I don't know what it was. Maybe it was just me. Maybe it's a syndrome of some sort. You know, you got uh, hand and nut syndrome, hand nut syndrome. You got that monkey blood. Yeah, it's monkey blood going on. And uh, I got rid of it after a while. You start to realize, you know, don't go to the center of your body. Go to the outside. Or maybe you got a little taller. Maybe that's where they made pockets. What'd you say? So maybe you got a little taller. It could have been. Could have been. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Suck, man. Yeah, it's it's rough being a guy. You know, nobody likes you. And uh, sometimes you hit your own nuts, you know. And then you get older and then gravity takes hold and you might sit on a nut. <laughs> yeah, see, and that, that's where I'm at. And I'm, I'm trying yeah. to make sure. Yeah. I'm like, I mean, maybe I, I might want to quit wearing the boxers and go to the jockey yeah that's i had to go to those man they're great um <laughs> they got this new kind of uh boxer brief out called the uh i don't know what it's called but um there's I, all my guys like all the guys that i listen to they it's usually one of their sponsors and there's like a pouch that separates your the shaft from the the boys and uh they say it's great and it's like i guess maybe i don't know um, <clears throat> does, does it work yeah, in I went cold weather? 
Yeah, good good question. I wonder what that does. <laughs> I wonder if like it's meant for your boys to be next to the shaft if to keep everything warm and, and uh, kosher down there. You know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. That's a good question that I just that we just came up with. Um, but yeah. Anywho, uh, Rain Wilson got canceled. You know who that is? No. Rain Wilson played Dwight on The Office. Okay, now, no. Did you, did you no. Ever, I, no. I watched yeah. a few episodes of that. <clears throat> if you get yeah, uh, if he was a a character, you you know, if you like, the, it was this guy. I would probably know, you know, because they all had like different hairstyles and. Yeah, he was the dork with the with the glasses that was always too assertive and, you know, conforming to but he was also kinda like a like a farm like a real weird farm he was a beet farmer. And uh <laughs> but anyway <clears throat> he uh recently had made a joke about trannies and then um on Twitter and Twitter went after him and uh basically canceled him. Which is not much of a point to talk on, but I'll transition over into uh, wink, wink, transition into uh, Bill Maher has now went even harder after the left, and he's coming around. Oh yeah, he uh, he, he's gone full trans to segue. Yeah, to like center. I mean, he's shitting all over the left, left and right, (laughs) and. he said recently, he was like, listen, the, like a lot of people are giving him shit for going after the left. And he's like, yeah, but the left is giving me so much to shit on them for. And now I'm a hero to Fox News. And he was like, I should be a hero to all of the news places, but they've they've given in. And people have just, and his audience was all about it. They were clapping at everything he was saying, even though I still don't think he's funny. Um, but I will say now he's making good points, but it's because it's normal. It's natural shit, you know? And, uh, and and good for him. I will give him. I will give him credit. Got to give credit where credit's due. Uh, good for him. I still don't. I don't want to trust him just because I know for so long he was. Uh, you know, he was the seed to all of this shit. And yeah, I, still I feel could like not listen to him it. eight years ago. Yeah. No. No. And I had an opportunity <clears throat> while I was with someone at that time, and and she loved him. And I don't know if she loved him because, you know, like, I left the room. I was not listening to Bill Maher spew that crap. And, yeah. And now here he is. Finally coming around, but he'd been putting that hatred in people forever. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's. I think it's that. I think that's a bigger part of, like, I don't want to give him anything because <clears throat> he's what started all this, you know? And like you said, great point. He he put that hatred into people for a very long time and went after the, the right and anybody anybody right of center and even some centrists he went after, you know? And um, he created this monster. He is Frankenstein, you know? So yeah, he, it's like, he helped. Yeah. He was definitely I'm one of the wheels. I really do feel like well if you remember he got he got in some trouble because he made a joke in which the punchline was I'm not a house nigger and the whoever went after him pretty hard for it and then he had Ice Cube on his show and Ice Cube 
gave him shit. Ice Cube's a, a black fella um, from the uh, NWA. Yeah, uh, rap cop. Yeah, cop killer. And and Ice Cube told him straight to his face on his show, "You can't say nigger." And it was just like, "Holy shit, dude! You're gonna let this dude fucking come onto your show? You made a joke." That's all it was. It was a joke. Everybody knew it was a joke. Nobody thought that you were actually, you know, saying the word to piss off black people or nothing. And you got this guy coming on here who is a who has probably done far worse than Bill Maher has ever done in terms of like hurting black people. He's probably hurt far more black people, Ice Cube, um, than maybe even some KKK groups that are have been around for a while. And and you allowed this guy to come on your show, put the finger in your face, and tell you you can't say something, even if it's a joke, even if it's you know whatever. <clears throat> it was just, it was sickening to watch. It was like, good lord, man, have some fucking have a backbone of some sort. Well, he's he probably wouldn't. afraid of getting slapped. True, but at the point, at that point, Ice Cube was like fifty, I think. You know, his slap's going to be a lot less powerful. Um. Ice Cube's such a turd, dude. I can't stand that guy. And he still wants to try and pretend as if he's some kind of hard ass. He was one of the guys that was in the meeting that I always talk about with the CIA, uh, where um, where they really turned uh, rap into gangster rap <clears throat> back in the in the I think mid to late nineties. Uh, Mark Dice has talked about it quite a few times. <clears throat> um, yeah, because I remember rap. I remember DJ Jazzy. Jeff and the Fresh yeah. Prince now. Back in the day, man. It that was, was DJ Jazzy was... Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Was uh, it that way? Yeah. It wasn't Fresh Prince and? Uh-uh. Oh, shit. Um, shit, man. I remember MC Hammer. I remember having his his uh, tape for any kids that are listening that aren't old enough to remember. <laughs> we had tapes. Which was after eight tracks, or eight tracks? Sorry, um, I never had any of those because I was I was born in in the early eighties. Yeah, I didn't uh, have any of those, but I was around for those. Actually, I think yeah. I, eventually I probably had some because I I had eight track. I mean, I've seen them. I've seen players those at videos. some points in my life. Yeah, my dad had them. Um, man, I miss I miss the eighties. I miss the early nineties. I miss. Like, as much as I may not necessarily promote my father, I do miss the times that I was around him back then because he was he was my normal dad, and, and all of his friends were just... They were partiers, man. They had mullets. They had sunglasses. They had a, a case of beer each, you know, if not two or three. And uh, it was just party central, man. It was all of the 80s, 80s pop shit and hits and hair music and all sorts of crazy shit. Missed those times. And then, the, like, the 70s, you know, they all carried on that 70s uh, music and, and the 70s vibe because that's what they were, you know, 60s and 70s were what they were raised on. And my dad was uh, uh, always in a band. My dad was in a band called... Uh, I can't say it. You might, you might be able to find me. <laughs> I can't say it, but it was fucking weird. Um, like a weird pop music band from the... And, and this was in New York, New York City. Um, he was in it. And it was just so goofy, man. Gosh, I miss those times. 
Wish you could, you always wish you can go back, which is what nostalgia is all about, and probably why I you know I have a big feeling like that's why Stranger Things is as popular as it is, is because it shows like a pretty a pretty spot on representation of the eighties to an effect, you know, and I think that's what it I think so much of it has to do with nostalgia, right? Know? Yeah, because uh, well eighty six. Yeah, I remember those days. I was right out of high school, but I had military and college going yeah. on. <clears throat> yeah, 86, man. That, I mean, I was, I, it, nobody believes me. I remember my first memory, if you can think back as far as you can, my first memory was my mom giving me milk in a bottle and I was sitting in a high chair. So I must have been one. I have to believe it was one. I don't, excuse me, because both of my kids, I don't remember giving them milk bottles at two. I feel no, like they were. You ain't really there at three anymore. No, so one or two, but I do remember the eighties. I like I was, <clears throat> I was born in eighty two, so I would have been six in, or four in eighty six. So I wouldn't have remembered too much. I remember one movie called uh, Truth or Dare, and I remember a guy getting a. Uh, they were in an insane asylum. They're in a, a room, a padded room. Or something to that effect, and they, uh, one of them had a grenade strapped to his mouth, and it blew up. I remember that from this movie. Isn't right. it funny, like the weird shit that you remember from like just little minuscule bits of your history, of your past? Yeah, I'm still yeah, looking for a movie, and it was a movie that came on, like uh, out of Chicago or Cincinnati. Like, was it W? Uh, GN uh, up there or WXIX anyway it was one of those uh, in the middle say late 70s early 80s but it was a horror movie that got played quite a bit when I was a kid but it was in color and black and white like it would if they had a memory they would go back to, to black and white and it was usually going back to some kind of castles and that kind of era and it was like yeah. witches and things like that. And then it ends with it's in collar and whoever thinks they got away, but then they see somebody. But they're like back out in a city in a, in a popular place, you know, somewhere outside in the daylight. And uh, they get got. And uh, I've been looking for that. And I've been <laughs> looking and looking. I don't have a clue what the name is, of course. But if anybody out there... The big thing that will be the thing that sets it apart is that it's in color and black and white. There you go. Uh, watch, watch, uh, dude. DB Cooper is so good at that. He'll, uh, he might, he might get that and let me know what it is. <clears throat> the, uh, but that the movie, movie terrified me. Yeah, I bet. Uh, the movie I was referencing is called Truth or Dare with a question mark, and I'm looking at the guy. <laughs> And you're saying that was and, what, in 83? Uh, 1986. Okay, 86. Okay. Yeah, it runs an hour and 30 minutes. It's not rated. Mike Strauber catches his wife Sharon in bed with his best friend Jerry. He gets mad and takes off to embark on an adventure of murder and self-mutilation in demented games of truth or dare. And this is the guy's face that I definitely remember. Holy smokes. Did, were we talking? Was 
was it me and you? Was it the podcast where I was talking about my uh, the castle in Scotland? Yeah, you looked it up. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, I was just just telling my wife about it, dude. It's immaculate. You plan on a trip? I want to. Oh hell yeah! But I but I don't like I I uh, I loved Ireland when I went there. Um, I'd love to go to Scotland, but not now. Not until all this COVID craziness and shit goes away. Yeah, are they still ate up with it over her, over there? You know, I don't yeah, know. I live, like, I'm sure you, well, down there in Florida, you guys are just normal. Um, here in Michigan, we're pretty normal here. But, uh, I don't, you know, I don't know. I, I know uh, Brain had to go overseas, and he didn't have to take the shot. Um, my wife's cousin and his uh, new wife just went over to Europe, and, and I don't know if they had to take the shot or not. Of course, I think one of them already had it. But uh, they didn't say any anything was necessarily nutty, so I don't know. Maybe maybe I might. How about this? I heard from my military dude that the they're letting felons in the army now. What? Yeah, yeah. That was oh, like, like a big no no way back when, but apparently. Um, the kids today do not want to take a shot. They don't want to take that vaccine, and I guess you have to take it in the military. Oh, so there's less people in the military? Yeah, so, like, they're at their lowest. I was like, Inter- well, hell, they probably let me back in. <laughs> yeah, they did. Uh, I think they cut off. Well, maybe it's just the... um the draft they cut off at 35 or is it the entry altogether they cut off at 35 uh let's see in 2001 i needed a waiver what was it for anyway i can't remember but yeah it's something like that because I was, I was hitting that 30 something mark at that point but I was also a red flag. It was kind of fun. Dude, yeah, I'm I was going watching, to re-list. I'm watching the part where he... This is on the preview. He's got a guy that, yep, takes out the pen and sticks the... F- <laughs> pops it. Yep, there it goes. Blow it up. Blow it up. That's the part that I... Oh, buddy. Man, it's weird how some of my uh, my memories are so vivid. We call it truth anyway, or dare? Yeah, truth or dare. Wow, I'm pretty proud of myself with my memories. Um, yeah, well, I mean, no matter. I mean, what... Eh, can I speak right now? I can't speak. Um, yeah, if they... Uh, I would assume that if they uh, if they're if they're so dwindled, they may start taking in um, felons, <laughs> prisoners. Well, the people in that movie don't even have their picture on IMDb. Yeah, I saw that. I'm like, well, there was. Like, okay. I think there was one. <laughs> like, all right. I was gonna look that up real quick. It's so old. 
I probably saw it in '86. Right. Depending on when uh, it came it, out, I was doing the military thing, school, I believe. Something for any of the uh, the the young men and the uh, the listeners. If you want to take a girl out to get, I don't know what it is, but it's almost like, um, what's that stuff that gets girls all horny? Not not brass monkey, although that might be it. Money, but it was, uh, cash, a big fat <laughs> wallet. Yeah. Well, you think I work? I thought you were talking um, about Spanish fly. <laughs> Spanish fly. It's a lot like Spanish fly, and that is horror. You take a girl out to certainly a haunted house. Haunted house will get you laid every time. But also a scary movie. So take a chick out to see a scary movie and, buddy, something happens. I don't know what it is, um, but they get all sorts of turned on. Haunted houses is a it, 100%. If you don't get laid after taking a chick out to a haunted house, there's something else going on. Girls get all sorts of uh, horny, as they say. Unless you're all uh, saving yourself. Unless, yeah, but you're saving yourself. So for any newlyweds, <laughs> <laughs> newlyweds, you want to get your wife all horned up, get them scared. Don't scare them because that tends to piss them off. I don't know what the uncorrelation is with that, but uh, um, yeah, every time I scare my wife, she's she's less likely want to give it up no yeah they're uh, likely to slap you yeah they're very likely to slap you they might even stab you with a knife i don't know um, <laughs> scare the right one <laughs> scare the right all right i might, brother, I might be stereotyping but i would say the puerto rican women i would not do that if they have a knife that, you know what I, I man i feel like the puerto rican women are are like irish women they are so close in temperament um i don't know what it is Maybe the Irish. Just, I think it's because they speak a lot faster. Could be, could be. Mine's going a million miles a minute, uh, and then you offset it by scaring them, and they will, they will hurt your soul. Uh, listen, man, I am at an hour. I do have to get off, um, but we will obviously do it again. Bentley Meadows, a mainstay at the uh, Gunpowder Plot Show, also known as the Guy Fox Podcast. Would you like to plug yourself, good sir? Yeah, you can uh, catch me at the uh, FringeRadioNetwork.com with uh, some other great shows. Let's Get Jacked Up and uh, Down the Rabbit Hole and Johnny McMahon. And, uh, and then you can email me at NuclearKnucklehead at Yahoo.com. Excellent. There you go. You can uh, get a hold of me at MeTV1105. That's MeTV1105 at gmail.com. Uh, my website is theweaponbook.com and you can find me on almost any social networking platform. I was uh, suspended for 12 hours on Twitter because I said shut the fuck up you dumb bitch <laughs> somebody <laughs> I just can't help but get in trouble um, on there So, but yeah you can find me anywhere uh, except for TikTok and uh, Instagram so uh, other than that you all good buddy? I'm great. All right. Until next time, be accountable, be responsible, don't be a bitch-ass liberal. Later, man. Peace. Hey, check it out. 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 Hey, check it out.
Well, hello, you tinfoil hat fringy humans. This is Alien and Captain Leap Walker here for the Fringe Radio Network. Say, if you like listening about the paranormal, conspiracy crazy theories, and some oddball podcasts and shows, well, you've come to the right place. With shows like Iron Show with Johnny McMahon, Spirit Wars with Michael Basham, Nuclear Knucklehead with Belly Craig, Eyes Wide Open with Let's Get Jacked Up with Crazy Tim, Bobby Carrot, and sometimes really Crazy Jack. Learn about the paranormal from a biblical perspective with Christian Paranormal with host Seth Breeze. Spend your mornings with Ryan O'Radio. Check out Conspiranormal. How about Sarah Westall, Earth Oddity, Snake Brothers, Canary Cry Radio, and Canary Cry News Talk. Plus so much more. That's FringeRadioNetwork.com. Check out Fringe Radio Network YouTube channel as well. Don't let my fellow alien brothers' censorship get you down. <laughs> Check out FringeRadioNetwork.com while you still can. <laughs> Protocols of the Learned Elders of Zion in Modern English A one-page summary Goyim are mentally inferior to Jews and can't run their nations properly. For their sake and ours, we need to abolish their governments and replace them with a single government. This will take a long time and involve much bloodshed, but it's for a good cause. Here's what we'll need to do. Place our agents and helpers everywhere. Take control of the media and use it in propaganda for our plans. Start fights between different races, classes, and religions. Use bribery, threats, and blackmail to get our way. Use Freemasonic lodges to attract potential public officials. Appeal to successful people's egos. Appoint puppet leaders who can be controlled by blackmail. Replace royal rule with socialist rule, then communism, then despotism. Abolish all rights and freedoms, except the right by force, by us. Sacrifice people, including Jews sometimes, when necessary. Eliminate religion. Replace it with science and materialism. Control the education system to spread deception and destroy intellect. Rewrite history to our benefit. Create entertaining distractions. Corrupt minds with filth and perversion. Encourage people to spy on one another. Keep the masses in poverty and perpetual labor. Take possession of all true wealth, property, and especially gold. Use gold to manipulate the markets, causing depressions, etc. Introduce a progressive tax on wealth. Replace sound investment with speculation. Hmm. Make long-term interest-bearing loans to governments. Hmm. Give bad advice to governments and everyone else. Eventually, the Goyim will be so angry with their governments, because we'll blame them for the resulting mess, that they'll gladly have us take over. We will then appoint a descendant of David to be the king of the world and the remaining Goyim will bow down and sing his praises. Everyone will live in peace and obedient order under his glorious rule. 